One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Dope Black Woman podcast, the podcast where we share stories of black excellence as part of our safe digital sisterhood. I'm Leanne Levos. I'm Rashan. You can call me Shan. I'm Livs. This week, we're discussing cancel culture in the black community with ZZ Mills. So every few months, um, people's old tweets or old messages on Facebook or whatever it might be tend to resurface. Um, and now more than ever, you know, people have time on their hand and we're seeing this happen a lot within the black community, particularly messages or posts aimed at anti-blackness or colorism and particularly at dark-skinned women. Today we're going to discuss why this is happening, um, what is the point of it and how we can move forward. And we have a very special guest, Zizi Mills. Um, for those of you that don't know her, I mean, you should. If you don't, then <laughs> don't know what rock you're living under. But Zizi, um, do you want to introduce yourself, how you would describe yourself, and also what makes you a dope black woman? Um, I, well, yeah, I'm Zizi Mills, and I think I'm probably most known for my maybe somewhat times unwanted, unpopular, unfiltered opinion. Um, and I think that's actually what makes me a dope black woman because I'm unfiltered and I, and I, I don't care half of the time. Um, and I just say how I feel. I just say how I feel or what I feel. Love that. You know. Um, so like as someone who's been around on social media for a while, like you have your fans, you have your haters, what would you describe as like cancel culture? Like what is... Because a lot of people say cancel culture and then this person is still doing pretty well, still getting deals, still has a career. So like, what is cancel culture in your opinion? I think that, I don't think cancel culture actually exists unless it's on a larger scale. So somebody um, like R. Kelly, I guess he actually has been cancelled. People don't listen to his music anymore. But I actually think when it comes to the smaller scale, like almost like black Twitter saying that you've been cancelled, I actually don't think it works because um, I just don't, I just, I just haven't seen it work yet. I haven't seen anybody that we have said we're going to cancel on a, on a smaller scale actually be cancelled. I mean, some people might not decide they don't want to um, support them anymore but I don't think it's ever stopped anybody from getting a deal or for getting, for, for getting their bag or whatever. I don't think it's ever stopped anybody, to be fair. And that's why I just think that... I think, it's, I, think it's, I think council culture only works for, like, maybe 24 hours a week, max. And then after that, everybody forgets about it. 
and we go back to like bantering on the timeline and then something else happens and then we were there cancelled but really i actually don't think people have enough self-discipline to cancel anybody mm. at the moment i was actually going to say do you think that's a good thing like do you th- do you believe that there should be a cancel culture generally because do you think people need to be held accountable or are we going doing too much I think people should be held be held accountable, but I don't know about the whole cancelling thing. Because I just, I think something really, I think you have to do something really, really bad. Like, that's almost unforgivable. But then everybody, that's, this is the thing with cancel culture. I think you can be upset with people. You can be annoyed. Everybody can be upset. You can be annoyed. You can be um, hurt. But I think to just... To say somebody is like cancelled, we're not messing with you anymore. You can't fulfil your career. I think it's almost too far. I think people should hold people accountable, maybe be angry for a week and then move on from the situation. Do you get what I mean? I thought I don't don't agree with the cancel culture as well sometimes. It's because not everybody is held to the same accountability. So... You can't decide that you're going to cancel one person, but not cancel another person. So you can't decide that you're not going to, like, you're going to cancel this person for their colorist tweets, but you're not going to ca- um, cancel another person for their colorist tweets. Do you get what I mean? So I think if you're going to cancel one person for this same thing that another person does, then, if, then it, the same energy should be kept across the board. And as we know, that's not what happens. So that's why I just think, what's the point? Mm. And like, one thing, another reason like why it doesn't seem to work is because and particularly within the black community for every individual situation you'll get people who say oh we forgive them like we forgive you and then other people be like we like it's never it's never gonna work because who who has the final say yeah yeah it's like who has the authority to to cancel somebody for all of the black community and I think I find it, I, I personally find it hard because I think sometimes you'll be on Twitter and you'll see everyone canceling someone and you don't really agree. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Are you going to be the one to say, oh, actually? Like, I'm like, her or them, and I'm just like... And then they'll come for you. Basically, yeah. Then you get canceling the person, basically. Yeah, so it's all just one big... I think there's a better way to deal with it because I think a lot of people are hypocrites if I'm being honest with you. There was a video the other day, I don't know if you saw it, it's, um, I don't know where he was from, but uh, it was like, it wasn't in the UK, but it was a video of this guy disciplining his child. And I don't know if anyone saw it and he sent the child, the, the boy was at 21 or something, but he basically sent his son to college and he spent a lot of money on him, yeah. And he mm-hmm. came back with all these bad grades. Mm. And he basically was um, like hitting him and all this stuff. And everyone on the timeline was like, this is disgusting. How could you, there's better ways to discipline your children than to hit them and da 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 And then it was like, on, on Sunday or Monday, I saw you lot like literally dragging every single person talking about their, bringing up people's parents or saying they, what, they want to kill them and all this stuff. And I thought, you're a bunch of hypocrites because you'll come with this moral high ground for other things. Mm-hmm. Like there's different ways to discipline people. There's different ways to resolve issues without being, you know, horrible to someone. Let's all be kind. Let's all be this. But then the moment something like this happens, you literally see everybody gang up on one person or a few people. 
I just, I don't know. It's, for me, it's very draining. It's mm. extremely draining. And also it's extremely like, it gives you some, like when you're in the public, like almost gives you, um, or like when you've got a public platform, it always gives you a bit of anxiety. Cause it's just like, mm. oh, maybe I might be next. Who knows what might be next. You know? <laughs> tweet. <laughs> I might be next. You to tweet. I'll just retweet because I can't, I can't, honestly, I can't deal with the pressure of like being <laughs> in that way. And I think as well, a lot of people aren't authentic to who they are. So you will see, if, you, if everyone taps in certain people's names on Twitter and goes back to like when Caroline Flatt passed away or anyone from Love Island passed oh away gosh, from, yeah, online, they're all talking about being to be nice online. This Hashtag be kind. Yeah, exactly. Where are you being nice now and adoring out all these people, sis? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny, I, I read something today and it said, when it comes to privacy and accountability, people always deem the former for themselves and demand the latter from everyone else. And it's like, everybody wants to hold everybody else accountable. But when it's time to turn, you know, the mirror on and look at yourself, it's like nobody wants to talk about what they might have done in the past or the horrible things that they've done. Mm. So that being said, like with tweets specifically, because you can actually see the date, um, you know, when you're seeing things from like 2012, 2013, you know, why, is it, why do you think people even bother? Because that's a lot of hard work to like go through someone's <laughs> tweets from like six years ago. Why, why do you think people do it? What is their actual aim? I think it's hard, you know, but I think in some cases that I've seen online, I definitely think people have like some sort of like personal vengeance towards that person. Because like I saw someone, I saw a screenshot where someone had... DM somebody else like hi I see you're doing all these great exposés but I need to let I need to let you know about this person to me that's actually brilliant that's just malicious and in my head I'm just thinking did that per- did the said person owe you 10 pounds from three years ago like did the said person step on the train or on the tube and he's having a bad morning and you're holding the grudge because I don't understand what would make you do that do you understand what I mean like you're just yeah what's the motivation you're just moving mad like you're seeing all these people being drawn out and you're like Oh, this one person has been missing. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. And they're not even dropping receipts, you know. They're like, if you go onto this site, are you a journalist? <laughs> way too much. Like, it's just too much to me, honestly. I think, I think that's, too, oh gosh, I'm scared, mad thinking about it. Well, it's true because some of them are like tweets that have been deleted previously, right? So people must have snapshotted them at the time. Like, I don't know how it works. And they're just like waiting, like one day, I'll show you this. <laughs> I think it's yeah, it's weird. Well, that's what I tweet because I on sign on the whole when it all happened on Monday, like one of my old tweets got dragged into it, and I said I'm not apologising. Like I point blank said I'm not apologising. Yeah. Because first of all, okay, it was ignorant. I said it was something along the lines. It wasn't along the lines. It was I said why are Africans so aggressive when they speak? Now, in the grand scheme of things, it's ignorant to all Africans together. Maybe I should have said. Well, and then I addressed it. But I thought, there's no way I'm apologising for this. Number one, because I'm just not apologising because there might have a come a t- might come a time when I might have to apologise for something that I genuinely think, whoa, yeah, that was really out of pocket of me to say and that was really immature of me at the time or that was very ignorant of me. I'm not just going to say sorry because you bear people in my act say, why haven't you said sorry? Why haven't you said sorry? When are you going to say sorry? And I was like, I'm not saying sorry because... Last week, you was all on TikTok doing um, how, how Nigerian men, how Ghanaian men, how Jamaican women, how Jamaican mm. men are made. And it wasn't positive things. It was like fraud, 
Um, <laughs> liars, number of children, um, <laughs> and lying. I'll the receipts today. Stop it. <laughs> to come and tell me that I should have told that something that I said 10 years ago that, in the grand scheme of things, is not. And I said, I was going to, I said, I think people, we at the moment as well, we have, we're all becoming very PC. Mm. So, as what people are saying, like back in 2010, what was acceptable is not acceptable now. Yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting, fast forward 10 years, to see how many people's old TikTok videos are going to be brought up. And uh, people are going to be like, oh, so back in 2020, why did you do a TikTok video saying Ghanaian men are stingy and they're, and they're rude and they're loud and Jamaican men have 500 baby mothers? Like, <laughs> all of this stuff right now is really funny to us. But in 10 years' time, when everyone is even more hypersensitive, mm. what's everybody going to do? Do you get what I mean? So it's like, I think that 100% people should be held accountable, but I just think people actually enjoy it. They enjoy mm. the whole... Like watching it manifest. 100%. And mm. a lot of the stuff that I, uh, I said this as well, that when people actually want to talk about colorism, people do not want to talk about it. It's, it's all in your head. You're making it up. Stop being dramatic. Oh, you're insecure. That's why you want to talk about it. Don't be uh, jealous of light-skinned women and all this stuff. But now, all of a sudden, on Monday, everyone was like, I can't believe that this is how black women are being made to feel, especially mm. dark-skinned women. How sad. And it's like, but we've been saying we've this. We've been shouting it. Yeah, nobody was listening. And no one cared. But now, because it's mm-hmm. a heightened sense of drama, everyone wants to be like, oh, yeah, this is really bad. And it's like, you, you don't actually care. You only care because it's now trending mm-hmm. and you need to be a part of it. And as you said, mm-hmm. like, everyone's bored at home. Mm. Like, these are very strange times. Like, when has there ever been a moment in history where literally 99% of the country is at home? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just... I questioned people's um, genuineness when the when it was all happening. I think there were people that were obviously really upset as well. They were genuine people that were upset, but I think a lot of people were just jumping on the bandwagon. And that's why some people, like when I said, I spoke about it, people were like, oh, um, like a couple of people like in my mentions, like this is the time when you're supposed to defend all of us and you haven't. And mm-hmm. I was like, first of all, <laughs> When I have been talking about colorism, half of you are not here to back me. So trust me, shape our comments. Like exactly, go away. Now you want me to be superhero? No, I don't think so. Go, like, and also I was very conscious about there were really there were really bad tweets, but I could see that um, Nella Rose was getting the grunt of everything, and I was very conscious of not going online and almost bringing down another black woman mm-hmm. in her like in the pit of what was going on because mm. I don't think people understand like how much how horrible and anxious and like panicky you feel when maybe you've said something and everybody is disagreeing with you like it's an it's not a nice feeling and I remember I said to my friend like oh, I can't even imagine how she's feeling right now she must be like she must be losing her shit, literally, because it's, it's, it's really not a nice feeling. It's overwhelming. It's like, you feel like you have to reply to everybody. Mm. It's, it's a lot. And I just felt, I don't agree with the stuff she said. I, like, do you get what I mean? But I'm not going to like go online and make her the grunt of it when we've seen loads of other people have made colorist remarks and they've nowhere near received that bad backlash. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Now I was going to ask, like, do you think, 
because you haven't apologized and because this is kind of um this is something you've more or less have been through before do you think that's part of the reason why you haven't been brought into that that lump of people that are being targeted because sometimes when you apologize you're almost you're almost feeding the fire like because then people come back and they say what about this and then you reply and then it becomes like a table tennis yeah I think I mean if I I think because I think a lot of people saw that my tweet wasn't like the other tweets do you get what I mean it wasn't like a colorist mm. tweet do you get what I'm saying so I think even though they tried to group me in with it I think a majority of people did like say it's not it's not the same kind of thing but if anything because I wouldn't say sorry I was getting more like well why why are you not apologizing apologize apologize and I was just like no I'm not I'm not I, I can't I won't because I'm if I apologize then I'm only apologizing because you want me to not because I genuinely am sorry and I'm not sorry. Mm. I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm, it was ignorant. Some like the grouping all Africans together. That is extremely ignorant. But I'm not sorry. I'm 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 not sorry because I probably would tweet something like that today and maybe word it a little bit different. Like, do you get what I say? So I can't. I'm not going to apologize because you know tomorrow I might tweet more or less the same thing. So. And I think it's also what good is the apology if you're only doing it because everybody has forced you to. Yeah. Like, then. <laughs> you're going to hear, oh, you're only apologizing because we forced it down your throat or exactly. there's no right way to do it. You know what I mean? It's either you stand your ground or you explain yourself once and just let it go. Mm. So what about the, the age thing? Because that's something that came up a lot that people are like, oh, you know, I was young. Um, I've grown from then. Is there, is there some kind of cutoff point of when it becomes acceptable to use the age excuse and when it isn't? I think it's hard, yeah. I wouldn't say there's necessarily a cut-off point. Or is there? Mm. Maybe there is, and I haven't decided what that is yet. <laughs> but I do feel like, like, I've spoken about this before. There's views that I've had that have been quite problematic when I was younger that I didn't tweet. That if someone would have heard it now, they would want to be cancelling. I'm not going to want to cancel, but they'd want to be cancelling me for. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, we're meant to grow. We're meant to evolve. We're meant to look back 10 years ago and be like, oh my gosh, I used to wear that hairstyle. Ew, I'll never do it now. Like that's, what, that's what life's about. If you're not growing, then what the hell are you doing? You're being stagnant. So I feel like it, there's so many factors that come into it. Because, like, for example, when we were just talking a minute ago about, like, being forced to apologise, like, I'd rather you just stand your ground and say, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to change my mind for, for, like, what you're doing. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But I think, I think people do need to pay attention to, like, how old people were and also the times where, like, the times that certain things were happening. Because I feel like, because what's easy was saying a minute ago, if you were to go fast forward 10 years from now, people were to say problematic things now, but everything is so PC. I feel like people would be held even more accountable because it's like, that really wasn't acceptable then. Whereas yeah. Twitter, time ago, 10 years ago, ooh, that, that was scary. <laughs> I was the on there. West. I was on it for about a week and a half. <laughs> oh shit. You could even be brown skin on there. Brown skin wasn't cool either. Like, <laughs> it was slaughtering girls. Like, I think my emoji might have been a flower. <laughs> they were slaughtering girls. It was all about like image. It was all, like it was. It was such a ho- like. It was such a horrible like. To, for me, anyway, in my experience, it was just a really horrible, horrible dark place. It, it just felt like bullying central. Do you get what I mean? So when I, for me, when I see a lot of these tweets, I don't necessarily feel like this person should be cancelled, quote unquote, or this person should be this or that because it's like. When I look at the year that these tweets were happening, that was the general consensus of Twitter. So mm. they're just aligned in it. And I'm not saying that it makes them any more right, 
But it's like, we need to count to everybody that ever used Twitter during that time then. That's how everyone was using it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. People have definitely grown. Even like, not, like obviously the race element is a big part of it, but just in general, there was all kinds of madness. I remember back in the day seeing loads of um, leaked nudes from like BBM. Mm. And like, I was just like, what the fuck? How does we even get here? But I didn't have the knowledge of understanding of like what revenge porn is. Like I didn't realise that is what revenge porn is. Mm. Like people were laughing at girls' bodies of nudes leaked. Do you know how wild that is? Like like now you that that can't those things can't even run. Like you it's not even a thing. It's um I think age does come into it. And I was literally having this discussion with my friend when it will happen because obviously um she, Nella Rose said she was only 12, she was 13, max 13 apparently, when she wrote all of those things. And then, so, so some people are saying you can't hold, hold, hold her accountable. Other, other people are saying you can. So, and then, like, you, how, what age is, because people um, mature differently. Do you get what I mean? So mm-hmm. an 18 year old and they're not mentally, they're not men- mentally mature. And then, if your environment, if everything around your environment, as you say, is telling you that, is cool to do this then you're not gonna know any better you're gonna know any better so it's it's all it's it's a really it's really really um hard i just think that i think you just have to see but then how do you even know someone's genuine when they apologize it's all down to individual because i might think she's genuine one else might not think she's genuine but i think you can i think you can kind of tell as well in like their behavior like this might be a bit far-fetched, yeah. But someone like Katie Hopkins, yeah, she's yeah. Not, she's problematic. So if a tweet came yeah. up and she yeah. said sorry, it's like we know you're lying, bitch, because you're like this <laughs> Whereas there's some people who actually they might have said problematic things ten years ago, but what they're currently doing now is genuinely things for the community. Yeah. So for me, it's like how can I cancel you? Yeah. Like you put on events for the black community. I, I watch you on a regular champion black women, supporting black women and dark skin ones too. So yeah. therefore when you're apologizing and I'm seeing that 10 years ago, you said those things, I can say, yeah, you, you're, you've changed as a person that was you when you was 13 or whatever age, not, not, I don't remember what Nella said, but like not even specifically her, but like when you was younger, I feel like sometimes, not with everyone because it depends on what they do for work and stuff, but I think you can kind of un, like, you can kind of make your own judgment on whether you feel like they should be quote unquote cancelled or not, depending on their actions and how they're acting now. Mm. Mm. I mean, I think we can all agree that there's no point, just like Zizi said, there's no real point in cancelling somebody per se. But I think you, it has to be a case by case basis. I think, yeah, age does take a clear factor, but also content. Like, I think there are just some things that everybody can agree is, is not okay. Mm. Um, and so you can hold the, the person to account by having a conversation with them or you know trying to get them to explain what they meant but to go at somebody and just completely slate them for something I said 10 years ago is kind of pointless I mean I don't really see there's no good that's going to come out of it and people will naturally become defensive and they may not apologize in the way that they want to or it might just be a knee-jerk reaction you know what I mean like so many times people have to give multiple apologies to get it right and I don't mm-hmm. think that means bec- that be- means because they're disingenuous I think as you said there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of concern that goes into when people just attack you en masse yeah you know mm. and I think what's interesting about this current um flare-up is that a lot of the individuals not all of them but a lot of them have been dark-skinned mm. which kind of helps their case because it shows how real that 
deep entrenched self hate is. Yeah. I think if they were all light skin, then people would, yeah, people yeah. would have a lot more vim, and rightly so. I think it's right because, but then it's kind. Of, I think on the sometimes it is it works, and then sometimes and on the flip side, people are like, well, how, I don't understand your dark skin. How could you even say that? But it's true. Sometimes when you're growing up, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't want to be dark skinned. You get what I mean? Like if somebody said you were dark skinned, you're like, oh, I'm, am I? Well, no, I'm not really. I'm like more brown. I'm not dark. It's like I'm more brown than anything. Like not, I'm not proper proper dark. Am I? Like you, you would, you would say like that to like because being dark wasn't cool. Mm. And and then I think I think. Then, like you said, as you get older, like with me, as I've got older, I've then wanted to champion dark-skinned women because I know how I felt. Do you get what I mean? I know how I felt growing up and I wouldn't want someone else to feel like that. So, yeah, growing up, all these other women who there's tweets, yeah, they might have not they might have not wanted to be dark-skinned. Do you get what I mean? But as they've grown older, they don't now want the next generation to, like, do the to feel how they felt. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So now that's why you do do things to make sure you champion dark-skinned women and make dark-skinned women feel like they are the shit because I don't want my, um, like, my children growing up thinking that being dark-skinned is not cool. Do you get what I'm saying? Or it's not desirable or it means you're, by default, you're not pretty or, do you get what I'm saying? So it's, 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 um, it's, it's so, like, I, literally on Monday I was scrolling through the ground and I was just like wow this is I mean Twitter and I was like this is a wild place this is like this yeah. is some scary shit going on here I was like <laughs> scary. Oh, no, white what is happening over in white Twitter please can we just <laughs> for like a week or something <laughs> because this is wild like wow what's going on mm. and it's funny you say that about white Twitter because like um, you know, we're so sucked into this vacuum. We don't realise that, like, not everyone cares about this. Like, not even in t- on Twitter, let alone the real outside world. Even on Twitter, there yeah. are people who are like, who? What? When? <laughs> and you get sucked into this kind of vacuum of thinking it's the whole world, when actually, it's weird. It's like, a, it's a weird little universe almost sometimes. It is really, I, I, it's so funny, yesterday, um, this um, woman, I don't even know how I came across her, but she was like, um, for anyone that's not there, um, white Twitter is currently arguing about what constitutes as butter. And literally, <laughs> stop. I literally went down a rabbit hole of, they were literally arguing about what is butter, what is margarine. Oh my God. <laughs> It was mad. I was, you I see how like, wholesome that is? You see how yeah, innocent that is? Like, <laughs> they, they were just having a whole blood, like legit. They're copying us from the sprinkle cake. They're copying oh, us. <laughs> Unbothered. <laughs> Literally. This is the Dope Black Women podcast. But the, one of the arguments that came out of Twitter is like, um, what is the point of doing this for dark-skinned women? Because you're just rehashing trauma and this idea that it's always women's responsibility to kind of help people unpick and learn their past. Like, what do you guys think of that? It's like, we're doing this at the expense of whom, basically? 
Yeah, I, I said that. I just said that. I mean, the first time it happens, because I feel like this happens every maybe three months or something. It's, mm. it's quite a regular thing. Um, and I just said, the first time it happens, you know, you're all a bit like, oh my God, I cannot believe that person said that. What? You know, you said it to all your friends, like, oh, look what she said. Then I knew, I knew it, I knew, I'm not surprised, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then you're just like, the next time it happens, you're like, oh, look at this. And then by, by the other day, I was just like, I really don't want to see these things anymore. Mm. Because I, I think it does more damage than good. Because in the beginning, as we said, unless you're actually really going to cancel these people or we're going to do something about it, what is the point of reliving this trauma? Because all I could see on my timeline was really upset black women reliving mm. how shit they felt 10 years ago back in school or on Twitter. And I was like, what's the point of this? What What's the point? It's, it's like, you know, they always say like men can have PTSD, but we can have it too. Like we, we like mm. li- reliving all of that mm. is all the time. I, I just don't see the point. And I, and I think that's what I was saying. It's more to do with entertainment than it is to actually find a solution. Because mm-hmm. now, two days later, there's no, there's no like real actual discussions being happening on how can we like learn to love ourselves or how can we as black women and black men learn to understand each other and, you know, the deep rooted issues that come with colorism. That, that's not going on on the timeline mm-hmm. now. Everyone's mm-hmm. talking about like something, something different. So what's the actual point? There's no, there's been no solution everyone just got dragged for, for two days, like 48 hours, and now we've moved on to the next thing. And then what's going to happen? They're going to, in about a, a month's time, someone else's old tweets are going to get brought up, and then it all starts again. Yeah. Um, I definitely think there's something to be said for, like, airing your dirty laundry as well. And I think that if we, as a Black community, if there are certain individuals that are saying things that are problematic there is a way to handle it. And I think dragging somebody is different. And as you said, it's not productive. You're not finding out why the person felt this way. And I think there are those conversations that are happening, but they don't need to happen on Twitter. So, I mean, I know that even for us dope black women within the WhatsApp group, we've been discussing it quite a bit. And the dads have been discussing it quite a bit in safe spaces where people don't feel attacked and where they have a voice to say, this is how I felt back in the day. But yeah, a lot of what's been going on has actually just been everything. Every time I go on Twitter in the morning, I just see something that absolutely breaks my heart because you can yeah. tell that it's just coming from a negative space. Also, mm. black Twitter is not all, is, it used to be like black Twitter, but it's not just black Twitter anymore. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's mm. open to the world. Like there's loads of people that enjoy urban and black culture now. So do you know what I mean? I might have like a handful of uh, white followers or people that are not black. Do you get what I mean? And now they're seeing all of us black people now arguing online about mm. colorism and, you know, things that we thought were funny back in the day and then we then get up then I think um there was this what girl that was done a tiktok and she was white and she it was oh she basically was like oh um who did all the different people whose old tweets came up and said this is how they were like when they woke up to see the tweets and everyone mm. was basically getting on to her like sorry this is nothing to do with you but I'm like well she's probably a part of urban culture. So you lot have allowed her to see all this, all this mess that's been going on in house. And now she yeah. can come online and make a joke about it. Like where it's confusing. It's confusing for her because she probably thinks she's a part of the culture, but yeah. not just black people on black Twitter anymore. So 
are we sending out mixed messages are we now because now you know we've exposed her favorite rapper or her favorite person saying all this stuff is now another like is it a white guy now going to think it's okay to take the piss out of dark-skinned women because mm-hmm. wait a minute that's what you lot have been doing anyway mm-hmm. so it's kind of as you were saying it's like certain things i don't think you know it should be done on twitter maybe you know someone sees this tweet you go to that person directly and maybe you know, that person addresses it, but the tweets don't, you know, come out. You say, yeah. some tweets i done 10 years ago have brought to my attention. They was really, they weren't nice. And I had an issue. This is how I felt about myself. This is how I felt about dark-skinned women. And I realised that it was wrong of me. And I've been held account. I've been made, a- I'm holding myself accountable because somebody higher up, I don't know. I don't know how it would even work. Somebody higher up came to me and said, this is what you need to address because this is what we have found. Do you get what I mean? I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how it would work because everybody's just, the moment you have a phone, anybody can kind of tweet. But I do feel like there needs to be some sort of like hierarchy or something where, you know, like in the olden days, like a council or something, can you go uh, and everyone like, <laughs> and it's like, wow, well, this, this, <laughs> this was <laughs> happened. And you've got four hours to apologise. Uh, and this is what we want you to do within the community but this whole like it's too much it's just literally 24 hours of dragging someone a lot of people have deactivated their instagram they've deactivated Mm -hmm. their their, um their their twitters it's it's a lot like i tweeted yesterday like even me i'm used to it now and i would say maybe at what in the beginning i was getting dragged every week every thursday i released my show by default, Friday morning, dragged. Like, uh, it'll be, I'll be getting dragged, mm. I'll be getting dragged. Like, even now, sometimes on Twitter, I'll say something, and it's like, oh, here we go. Sometimes I have to mute the tweets because it's so overwhelming. And even me, who people think I'm really thick-skinned, who I've built, I've kind of built a brand on backlash and um, people disagreeing with me and whatever, it gets a lot for me. Sometimes I mm. have, I might just have a little cry. I might just be like, whoa, that was a lot for me to deal with today. Like, that's a lot for me to continuously like arguing with someone so people like um Nella Rose and all these other like beauty get beauty bloggers and they're they're vlogging they're not used to this backlash of negativity because they're normally really loved by a lot of people like everybody loves her like everyone loves Nella Rose so for her to go from that to now everybody coming against her mentally Mm. that is a lot for her to deal with and people the same people that were saying be kind be kind you can be angry at her but there's a way to be angry at people Mm. without making them feel like shit without making them feel like now they have to deactivate all their socials because it's probably becoming too overwhelming for her like there's a way to do it and i don't think we've got to that point yet of finding a way to do it and i think think, that's what needs to happen people go too far because i think even alia maria b or i can't remember her name alia marie b or alia maria b Someone DM'd her about her child that passed away. Yeah. That is, that's disgusting. What? What's that? Yeah. So she had, she basically was pregnant and then the baby didn't survive full term. And what, some, some of her tweets came up and someone DM'd her like, happy your baby didn't survive. Or some, something oh. like, like that, that's not word yeah. for word. But that is so sickening. And that's mm. way too far. And, and like, it's people like that, that is like, this isn't about holding accountability. This yeah. isn't about... Um, black power, black rights, or protect, protecting dark, black skin women. It's actually just about bullying. It's actually just about jealousy and hate. And that's not for everybody, because I do think some people, that might not be their motive. But for me, what I see on my Twitter 
a lot of it just come it seems like it's just vengeance because that's way too far mm-hmm. mm. so i mean like zizi is there ever um because like this is something that you know comes with the territory of having a talk show and getting involved in all kinds of discussions is there ever times where you feel like you know i'm not going to tweet that because it's not even worth it or oh, sometimes i want to have like Sometimes I just would actually want to have a discussion about things that, and, you know, and I just think, oh, if I say that, they're going to take it the wrong way. And I can't, I actually don't have the brain or mental capacity or the emotional capacity right now to even have to, like, go back and forth with people. Um, sometimes I feel like I could just ask, I could say, you know what, I don't think orange is the best colour, you know? I just think it's not the best <laughs> And it literally would be like, well, oh, Z, give it a rest. One day, just give it a rest. Literally, the other day, I tweeted something so, it was just so, like, throw away. It was, oh, um, men, it was, like, one, I saw it on one of those fact pages. I follow, like, one of the facts accounts. And it was, like, men uh, live longer, life expectancy is longer in marriage, and women's is less, which is, like, it's been proven. Like, it's been proven oh my god everyone was like oh here we go give it a rest <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally I just saw this and I literally just quoted it and said this is funny interesting and it's like a big thing I'm like oh gosh yes there's there's so many times that I've just been I've been I've said oh I can't even bother it you know I've, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying about the bullying thing because I think you're someone who's like when you spoke earlier on about what makes you a dope black woman, you were saying like I'm known for this, I'm known for that, and I stick to it. You're known for someone that is just known for being authentic, known for being themselves and just sticking true to who they are. Now, if you're someone who can't do that, you will be seen as a threat. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You will be envious. And a lot yeah. of people can't be themselves. A lot of people when they're around their mom, they're oh, Peter, what? and then when they're around their brethren's the old fam, they're, they're very <laughs> opposites. No, but it's true. There's a lot of people who really do battle with who they are. And that's fine because everyone was on a journey of discovering who they are. But it's a lot of those people that are getting at you because people who really know who they are, they're not going to see that as a problem. Even if they see that tweet and think, what is she thinking? They're just going to be like, okay, and keep scrolling. But the people that all get, always took took their fingers, like, what's going on? (laughs) I was just going to ask, actually, in conjunction with that, is do you think that, it would be different for you or Nella or anybody else if you were a black man? Like, do you think you'd be trolled in the same way? Oh, no way. Absolutely yeah. no way. No, no. And do you know what? Yeah, but, um, like, a lot of people was talking um, about, I think what happened, because I think Three Shots of Tequila, that Keith guy, his tweets came out one time and that went, and his ones get brought up every 10 years. So yeah, that's so annoying. Every five years, they bring his, his shit up all the time. And um, I think he's had a really tough time as well. But, however, I don't think he received as much. Because what happened on Monday is you saw almost like the whole black community coming for... Um, all those people there were mm-hmm. so many tweets, as you said but everyone just went for her for, she was the main target probably because she's got the biggest platform and she's the most well known whatever and probably I also think because she was a black woman but what happens is when when the stuff happened with Keith a lot of men stay stay quiet 
Mm. They try it. So even if they don't agree with what he said and they think it's disgusting, like what we were saying, they'll do it within their group chat. Ooh, yeah. Deep. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a bit foul. Like, come on. Like, I've spoken to fair, like, black guys that be like, yeah, that was a bit foul. But they won't go online and say it. But what happened on Monday was black women and black men all mm. was coming forward. So there was no, like, there was no solidarity. And I feel like even though us as black women were angry or upset or whatever i think there should have been more solidarity from black women towards nella rose because black men will go will stick together even if they think that person is wrong they will not come online and rinse the shit out of that person and it will just be mm. when you see stuff happen to keith it's always still black women i very oh. see black men going for keith still do you get what mm. i mean that was such a good example to use because i when Keith's come again and again, I'm always like, all right, allow this to you. Allow yeah. him. Yeah. The things that he said was a bit mad, but they keep they bringing... The things he said were mad. But, but they bring like out the same reason. things every get. It's not new information. It's okay, 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 okay. Yeah. The, the problem is, is that they're trying to, like... I was going to say re-copyright, but that's even ironic. Anyway, they're trying to, like... Like, someone else will find his tweets and they, everyone cancels him. And someone else will find his tweet and everyone cancels yeah. him. How many times are you going to cancel the guy? Leave, just allow him now. But yeah. I think it's such that's, that's such an um, interesting angle that like when it is him, it is only black women going against him, and then when it was the women, it was everybody, and it kind of links into that kind of like ideology that black women always support black men and black men d- don't always support black women. Like yeah. when it comes to the marches and their rights, the women are always there, fist pumping, yeah, black yeah, power. Yeah. And then when it comes mm. to women's issues, you don't really see it there as much. Yeah, and it, there, as you said, there seems to be this solidarity amongst black men that we don't have amongst ourselves. Yeah, I think I think more people. I feel like black women on Monday should have been more on like, like how your mum would be. Like, if you fuck up, your mum will be will say, you know, um, I'm disappointed in public. In public, but I don't hate you. Like, yeah, or like, <laughs> you know something happened your mum will might do too too like brazen in front of the principal when you get home you're getting in trouble like I stuck up for you there because that was the outside world yeah and make sure they know that you're my daughter or you're my child and I'm not going to let them but when you get home you still your mum still told you off in it don't ever do that again don't this don't that mm. blah, 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 blah. and I think that's what it should have been it should have been like do you know what these tweets are wild but I ain't letting you lot drag her. No way. Sorry. This is never yeah. this is not happening. Yeah, we will have an in-house, like when she addresses the tweets, cool. But I ain't gonna let all you lot come here and just shit on her. Like, no, no, no. We have to all kind of all, do you get what I mean? And I think mm. that that's not what happened on Monday. Literally everybody turned on her. And that's when I thought, that's why when I t- I tweeted, I said I didn't, I very I didn't really tweet on oh, their tweets were disgusted and stuff because I wasn't even probably going to be addressing her, but no matter what I said, everyone would think I was addressing her. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? The cancel culture don't make no sense because the same people that were saying we're going to cancel, you clicked on her video, which technically puts money into her pocket. So you're not cancelling the girl, are you? But so, <laughs> if you don't like, if you didn't... If you watch the ad. If you don't cancel her, you just don't watch the video. You just mm. say, um, from this point on, I'm done with you. I'm not even watching the video. I'm not, I don't want to hear you. Like, fair enough, you might have a reason, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking with you at all after this. You don't, what I saw on um, Monday was, ent- I want to be entertained, then I'm going to cancel. Mm. And you should mm. be like, 
I'm done with you. Like, I, I'm not going to be malicious, but I can't mess with your brand anymore. I don't need to see the explanation. I don't need to see anything cool. I'm not going to be like malicious towards you, but I'm not clicking on that video. The video within an hour had like over 130,000 views. Yeah. Within an hour. Mm. So that just lets you know that not really no one's cancelling you. Do you know what I mean? We just like the entertainment. And it's really mm. sad that like the the ostracization or like the cancelling of a black woman is what we see as entertaining right now. 100%. Like, exactly. It's, it's, it's wild. And that's what I mean. Like black men will not go online and drag like, especially some, you know, where, who they feel, you know, they might even, it's so, to, so off topic. Yeah. But another cancer, like the whole solo four five thing from BBK. And the fact that I've not hardly seen any men on my timeline talk about that like whole like rape case or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not, and that just, again, shows the solidarity of the, let's pretend that nothing's happened. Yeah, we might talk about it in our group chat. I didn't even hear about it. But yeah, he got like, he, like 30 counts of rape he got charged for, something wow. ridiculous or whatever. And literally nobody, I, 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 I tweeted something he said, Oh, um, it's funny how everyone had a lot of energy for R. Kelly, but I don't see none of you lot talking about um, Solo 4-5. And everybody's excuse was, you can't compare the two. You can't compare them. Um, uh, R. Kelly is a really global big star. And I'm like, but this boy what is the, the, the well, biggest known, like yeah. one of our homegrown groups, BBK. And you lot are telling me, you lot don't want to talk about it. And the reason why you don't want to talk about it is because it's, on, it's because you... Um, you it's too like, close to home. Too close mm. to home. And that's again mm. about black men. Like mm. they won't do it when they feel it's too close to home, but they can talk about R. Kelly because it's so far away and it's so far removed. But anything on the doorstep, it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna be quiet about that. But with the whole thing that happened with Nella Rose, everyone was quick to be there talking about mm. it, even though she's like a homegrown, she's built a whole brand for herself, do you know what I mean? From the ground up at the age of 20. But everybody came for her. But when other subjects, everyone wants to be real quiet about it. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Even Kobe. I mean, and I know Kobe's situation is a little bit different because he passed. But even when we look back to when the rape accusation was actually made, there is no man that will willingly come out and say, actually, Kobe needs to be held accountable for this. Because it's like, that's their hero. And nobody wants to touch, you know, no black man is, is going to come in and attack another black man in public. They, they, they have a lot more solidarity than us as, as women. And that's why I just feel, I think, you know, you don't even have to like, you don't have to like the person. Um, but I think, yeah, we did, I think we did a bad job on Monday of doing solidarity between us as, as black women. I think it was, it was, it was, it was weird to see. And I think I've had experiences that as well. Like when things have happened, it's just, I just have like a lot of black women coming at me. I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. And all this is like, oh, you're such a pick me. Like I can say something like, oh yeah, pick me, a picky shot. And I'm like, but <laughs> <laughs> like, when I've been talking about colorism, you lot are like, yes, the thank you, this for standing up. And I'm, like, oh, I'm like, you make up your mind. Like, what 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 am, what am I? And it's just, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think. Black women are good at defending each other when, like, someone outside of our race comes for us. Do you get what I mean? So I've had a few things where, like, somebody that is, like, not black have come for me. And then I've seen, like, black women, like, jump to my defence. But 
if it's something in-house, I think we're very almost quite quick to turn on each other and almost, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just mm. the thing, I don't know. I think we're, it's, we're quick to be like, well, fuck you then kind of thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Not, not actually deal with the thing in hand, in, in-house. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult, right? Because it's not, it's not a black and white issue. Um, and like, I never, I don't think it's worth anything to just cuss someone out for the sake of it. But at the same time, I can appreciate the anger because, <laughs> you know, some people will argue that, you know, as a woman, you should know better, that like you should know better. And by talking in this way, you're allowing men to talk in that way. That's like the what, other side. Colorism stuff. Yeah, colorism and like cussing out black women. It's like, as a black woman, you should know better and you're allowing black men to ride the same kind of wave. Like that's, this- do you know what I mean? That's the other side of the argument. Yeah, but then I think right? if you're 13 and this is pre-woke Twitter, then how would you have known any better if everyone around you had those same views? So I don't think it's mm. fair to say that. Because if you, were, if you went to a school, for example, where everyone had these problematic views, like, not being funny, only everyone started getting woke recently, you know? Four <laughs> people are doing these same, same views. Everyone was caught with them. And now everyone wants to do woke PC and being nice. Mm. So, like, if you're, in, if you're in an environment, and obviously people have resources to learn and to do these things, but sometimes your environment is so clouded and so, like, mm-hmm. insular, you don't even know you need to learn about colorism. Like, what is that? No, I was just going to say, but not only that, but why should we know better? Like, why is it somehow deeply embedded within the black woman psyche that we should know better than black men, than white people, than, like, we are, as Shan just pointed out, we grew up in problematic environments. Not all of us, we're not a monolith. Like, not all of us are, are woke. And it's not our responsibility to police the behavior of every single person, like, The fact that it's the idea that we should know better, and I think we talk about this on the podcast all the time, is that we are problematic. Some women are toxic. Some women aren't. Some women, you know what I mean? And to just group us all together to say that, oh, we should somehow magically know better when we don't know who has access to these resources to know Mm. better. But I guess I mean, the argument is that black women should know better, specifically when the issue is black women. Yeah, even so, I just I just think that as as Shan said, if I if I'm a black girl and I grew up in an all white space for ma- the majority of my life, how would I know better? Even if you didn't grow up in an all white space, but you grew up in an all black space where everybody else is literally cussing black women and dark skinned women all the time, how are you supposed to know? Like sometimes you do things because you just want to fit in with everybody else, and you don't want to be the person that is because. You, so it is, um, it's being the person that sticks up for everyone or saying, well, actually, no, why are you being horrible to dark skin women? Like, we're beautiful. That in itself is a scary thing as well. Do you get what I mean? Sometimes it's just easier, especially at a young age when you're like 12 and 13, to be, you know, to say, well, no, actually, we are beautiful. You Sometimes you just think, oh, do you know, I'm just going to join in with everyone and, and like laugh, mm. laugh at myself because, yeah, why not? Do you get what I mean? Because that's the easiest thing to do and if I laugh with everyone then maybe I won't be the joke I won't be the joke and whether or not whether we not really like to admit it um like no one wants to be the receiving end of a joke especially when it's like distasteful harmful to your psyche to everything kind of joke so sometimes you just join in and you think you know what if I join in with this and I make everyone else laugh then I'm not going to be the one that is going to be the laughing point so let me divert it onto somebody else so I'm not the subject matter. 
you get what I mean? So mm. it's that old thing of like bullies bully because they have their own shit going on. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. And also like mm. repeating the script, like some people grew up in households that for example, if you're gonna go I'm gonna use the example that Zizi said about Africans speaking aggressively, only because that's something that I've actually said before. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I spoke on the pop the podcast before, I think, about I had people might abuse the words that I hold my hands up, that's cool. And I said that my mum had me up one day that I remember I made a, a joke and my mum was like, How can you say that? No, 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 no. And it wasn't until my mum said that that I was like, raw, like what I'm saying is actually wrong. And I had to, to, yeah. to look at myself but while I was doing things because the environment I was in allowed me to do that. And I yeah. think for some people, I wouldn't say I necessarily relate to this, but to a degree I do. But if you've got older family members that you look up to, that brought you up, that raised you, that have these really ridiculous views about, dark-skinned people or African people, you will have those views because that's what you know to be right. It's not going to be until you get to a certain age where mm-hmm. you know who you are, where you then make a yeah about politics, about what's right or wrong. Do you, understand? Do you get what I mean? Like, there's some people who are light-skinned who, like, I mean, dark-skinned, but the rest of their family's light and they've been made, like, the butt of jokes in their family, whether it was generally banter or whether it was not. But even if it was generally banter, their experience is still not going to be like, oh yeah, that was funny. They're, they're always going to remember those jokes always being made every Christmas or every family gathering or whatever it is. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I was going to say that I grew up in a household where I was told almost every single day in Jamaica to stay out of the sun. Like, don't stay, don't stay in the sun too long because you're going to get too dark. You know what I mean? And things like dark people don't look good in, in white clothes, don't wear too much white, don't wear red lipstick, it's too bright for your dark skin. Those are things that I grew up hearing. And it was only until I came to a certain level of awareness, and there are people in my family that still think that way, and it's only until I came to a level of awareness where I was able to explain to the people in my family that actually what you're saying is really self-loathing. That, mm. and, and not that they even took it very seriously, but that could have had a very different impact on me, you know what I mean? And I, and I would hate for somebody to... Go ahead. Go on Twitter and be like, I don't think dark skin girls should wear red lipstick. And then 10 years later, it comes dark, dark. out... Dark, that, dark, yeah. don't, like women. Black <laughs> <laughs> women shouldn't wear red lipstick. <laughs> all your life, you've been told that you shouldn't wear lipstick because it doesn't look right for you. Do you get what I mean? And it's yeah. just... They, I don't understand why, like you, you were saying, is why people think that some things are like how you know how we how you wash yourself in the shower is what you've been taught from a from a young age, and that mm. shit doesn't go away. You do that by default now. So why do people think that if you've been told all your life, or like you said, in your environment, this is something a dark skin woman shouldn't do this. You shouldn't wear white. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Why do people think that well, automatically you just unlearn those things? They just come out of your head. You, if you've been told that constantly, 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 then those things are not to be unlearned. And I think some of the stuff, like some of the, the things that were, you do think, some of them were just a bit like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, and then some of the stuff as well, it's, it's so hard because some of the stuff are taken out of context. Because also, like, we all do it now. We all watch Love Island together on Twitter. We all used to watch X Factor on Twitter together. So you could tweet something like, oh, why has that black girl got that dead wig on for? But we all know at that time we was all watching X Factor and the girl mm. came with a hideous wig. But <laughs> now it gets pulled up and they'll be like, oh, you said, why would you mean black girls have got hideous wig? It's like, no, we was watching, we were watching <laughs> X Factor. I was passing Leanne in um, Love Island this year, but I go and delete their tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
the one that I got dragged for. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> the TV, oh my god! I wish I never said it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was that's what I thought. Do you know what? Even after that comment, I didn't realize how how um, sacred we were to us as as black women because and the hair. I I. I said Leanne's wig is disgusting and I'm fed up with black women coming on TV with bad wigs. <laughs> and I got, no, you, you don't understand. I got dragged. I've never in my life. Yeah, oh this my God. crazy. Her wig was mad. Everyone was. She she was about it. The reason why they said I took it too far. Well, maybe I did. When I think about it, I don't know. I said, <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, but there's black men especially black men they always want to come for dark women and say oh we don't like you because you you wear too much wigs and you wear too much makeup and i said this is an example why black men always try to come for us because we haven't done our hair properly and i said i can guarantee you now that all the black men in the group chats are cussing her wig and i was right because all my black male friends were like she is getting rinsed in every one of our group chats anyway regardless i got dragged and i was like you know, I haven't said anything about her actual hair. Like, it's a wig. Like, it's not her actual, it's not growing out of her scalp. I didn't say, um, I said, even if I meant in good intentions, like, oh, why did Leanne go with her natural hair? Her hair's going to get really sun damaged. It's going to be, and I meant it in the purest form. I could even understand if people were like, Z, why would you say it's the first time a black girl's been in Love Island with her natural hair? Why would you bring her down like that? I would put my hands up and say, do you know what? Yeah, I can understand why it was a bit misconstrued and maybe I shouldn't have said that. But I was like, guys, the wig is not her. The wig is not her, you know? Like, she can remove it from her head. It's not, it's not growing out of her scalp. Why? <laughs> No, I, that, that's enough for black women and their hair. Don't even talk about it because it's not worth it. Literally for like a week, week and a half, I mm. was I thought he was for black women. How could you say that about her wig? I was just like... Mm. Meanwhile, everyone else is saying it in the chats anyway, Sips T. Mm. Mm. No, the wig wasn't, it wasn't the greatest, but yeah. Mm. Even there was that girl, I can't remember her name because I didn't really watch... Um, the winter love island but there was that girl who no 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 the one that was like plus size um and there people were cussing out her thighs like the oh, same people that are saying Shauna. oh love island needs more diversity they were saying she was big before she came on no i think shorter had these really like her legs were quite chunky mm. but the same people that are saying oh love island needs more body diversity was so quick exactly. to cuss her out. Yeah, it's, it's so true. Are they all now getting cancelled, every single one of them? Like, where's the line? <laughs> well, there was someone put that up the other day, there was just like, um, like, if we're going to start moving on to fat shaming comments, I think I might need to delete my whole Twitter, because boy, and I was just like, it's, it's like, yeah. it's true, because there's so many things that we've all, you know, like, it was, it's just, everybody has probably said something where they're a bit like, ooh, is, could this be taken out of context? Can are people going to be offended? And I think that's the pro- not the problem, but it is the problem that we're going to move into as we go in progress. Is everybody everything is becoming so PC? Like stuff that you could say ten years ago, you cannot say now, and stuff you we probably to say now, we're not going to in about I wouldn't say ten in about two to three years, you're not going to be allowed to say it. Mm. So it's it's kind of everyone should just maybe delete their tweets every <laughs> three months or something just to cover their backs up. <laughs> how, how have you developed such a strong skin? And I guess what would be your advice to, to people that are kind of in the thick of it now? 
I think um, I think they've probably done the best thing that they could have done, which is deactivate their socials and just try to let everything calm down and um, just try not to read the comments. I mean, I say this, but I I stay like reading my comments. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like really bad. I do. I, I I read a lot of. I read it. Uh, or sometimes I mute. If it gets too much, I mute the tweet. I mute it, and I don't. Um, I don't see, I won't see what everyone's saying to that. But I think you just have to, I don't think everybody is cut out for backlash. And that's the truth. Not everyone is cut out for backlash. Mm. Not everyone's going to be able to, to receive it and, you know, still go about their day. And I'm still, I don't even, I'm, I still am getting used to it. Sometimes I might, you know, uh, deal with it fine. And then other times I might just, you know, um, have a little cry as I said and I think during quarantine I've had to literally um be very um disciplined with okay I've tweeted something I might spend an hour um reading like checking on it and then after that I'll mute the tweet and go about my day because especially being in quarantine I'm not at work I'm not being distracted I'm not going in and out of meetings so it's not something that I'm you know constantly checking but quarantine at home you're literally your phone's in your hand about 24 7 so you're just mm. you're there you're very available to everything so I think you just have to it you know what it will actually the best it, it will pass it sounds so corny but it will pass to, like next week Monday nobody is going to care about this and that that's that's the good and that's the bad thing as well because as we were saying nothing has been resolved we haven't got we actually haven't spoken about what the root of colorism or why colorism is this why people feel like that etc etc and there's still there's 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 gonna the sad thing is there's gonna be young girls like Nella Rose now that feel the way she felt 10 years ago that are probably saying similar things to what she's saying and we've not we've not and we've not been able to um, address it or properly, you know, and speak about it. I remember one time, this, I remember one time I was in the library and I was doing something, um, pretending to like study or something. And, in the library, just pretending so you can tell your mum you went to the library, but she, um, there was this girl in there with her sister and I remember it and she was in there, she's about my complexion, maybe, a little bit darker or maybe even she was my complexion and she was like she likes this guy in the library and her little sister was there and she told her little sister to go over to the guy and she was like um like go over and tell him like the guy couldn't see her I'm guessing because she's like tell him that I'm light-skinned okay and then her sister was like oh what el- like what else and she's like describing she's like well make sure you tell him I'm light-skinned like make sure you tell him I'm light-skinned oh. okay and I was just like it probably broke my heart because yeah. it's like you you're not light-skinned evidently and you just what that's the main thing that you're selling your 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 selling point is is that you're light-skinned and you're you want your sister to make sure she tells this guy that you are light-skinned and that's the that's so damaging to even the sister 100 percent. like things like this that have happened this is the time for people that have maybe young followers and stuff like that to address topics like this talk about it instead of seeing all of us online literally going for each other and saying you're cancelled and you're dead to us and whatever da, 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 instead of us having a safe space to talk about stuff do you get what i mean and that's and that's not what's happened which is which is which is sad but mm-hmm. for the people on the receiving end 
no one's going to care in about in, like no one cares now really do you get what I mean Mm. and I think that's why with Nella Rose for as much hate as she's got she's also got a lot of support because in her in her apology video she actually kind of was like this is the context and like this is how I felt at the time and rather than just saying oh I was young I was dumb etc etc yeah it's 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 um I hope she's fine like I actually do hope she's fine I hope all um yeah and it's, it's it's mad because again I've seen on like Shade Borough and all the things because I know that Abigail who made some, she made her ones are a bit wild about the rape stuff and stuff, but she made an apology video and Nella Rose made an apology video. And if I'm correct, those are the only people that have done, all of the men that had their little jokes and their little tweets, they've actually made jokes about it and continued fine. Some of them haven't even addressed it. They've just pretended sort of that it didn't happen. The Chunks guy, he did a little meme and everyone was laughing underneath it. Do you know what I mean? Meanwhile, Nella Rose had to set up a camera and do a whole, like, eight-minute apology. But everyone else, the men, none of the men have... They've done little um, tweets... They've done little um, statements and apologies on their Twitter that you can tell they did not write. Whoever, you got your sister who's really well um, articulated. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, you don't talk like you, you, your tweets ain't nothing like this. You like, I just thank you I, for moving. Forward. Like, motherfucker, shut the fuck up. You got <laughs> and you copied and pasted it and did that. Okay, like it's just mm. they, no, they haven't put half as much, you know, effort and I'm sorry and I, you know, please kind of forgive me into like we were saying that as the black women because. The black women are probably still going to keep supporting some of the people underneath. Some of the guys that were saying all this stuff about black women, th- there was black women underneath the comments doing love hearts. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. How? Why? Why? You? But you? These same people be under Nella Rose saying you're cancelled. You're cancelled. They get it. Well, mm-hmm. so like moving forward, where do you think? Like, where do we go from here? Like, because as you said, this is something that happens every three months. Like, how do we break that cycle? People are always, the people that find them know that always get a good reaction. Like, even the pages that were the ones that, like, did all these, released everything. They were like, um, they were like, yeah, we're getting more requests as requests. (laughs) (laughs) Unemployed. Wild. (laughs) <laughs> yeah their follow account has probably gone boop, boop, boop. exactly like that. but then they it's so dangerous because they've seen how their account has grown so why wouldn't mm-hmm. they do it again why wouldn't they do it again like in a free, in in three weeks time or uh, two months time because they've seen the reaction like that even when i went on one of them there was like oh um, nella rose is trending number uh, number two number one in the uk oh, what have we started? I was like, no, nah, you lot are evil. Like, you're evil. Like, you're enjoying this. Like, this yeah. is enjoyment for you. This is entertainment. Everyone's coming to your page. You're getting followers. And I think the next time it happens, it won't, this will never happen. But I think we just need to kind of get to the point where it's like, okay, these tweets have um, come up. People are, were younger then. Was this in the last five years? No, it wasn't in the last five years. So let's just move on. Mm. But you honestly think we're never going to get to that stage? No, never. We, do you know what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, whether we like to admit it or not, we, everybody loves a bit of drama. Everybody loves it. 
We all love a bit of drama. That's why we watch reality TV. Like. Until we get to the point where we're like, this is actually non-progressive for us and this is not doing anything for us. Or we as black women, we just have to do what black men do. And it's just, we see it on the timeline and we don't continue to circulate it. Yeah, the black men might jump on board and start doing a madness. But I guarantee you, if that was, I guarantee you, if that was their favorite rapper with all the same tweets that have that Nella Rose wrote and it was their favorite rapper, it would have not have, it wouldn't have been that big because black men would not have spoken about it. Even though it would be that much worse for a black man to say it than a black woman. 100%. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have done it. It wouldn't have been a big, it wouldn't have gone as viral as it, as it, it did. So, I mean, like, we've covered so much here. I don't know. Does anyone have any, like, last points they want to make or questions they want to address? Um, just to say that I think that, you know, the spaces that we've created, like Dope Black Women um, and like all the other platforms like ZZ's are really good spaces for the types of discussions that she's talking about to take place. I think we need to create more safe spaces where we can hold each other to account, but without it having the kind of backlash that cancel culture accompanies. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. I agree with that. Because even like on this, just this podcast, particularly, particularly in the, I think the first couple of episodes, there's been times where we've said something, I've said something and been like, yeah, my viewpoint is this. And afterwards I've been like, hmm, <laughs> because you're learning. Because you're learning. But I feel like I'm able to do that here. Do you get what I mean? But I couldn't tweet that same thing that I said and then four hours later be like, actually, guys, you're right. You're like, they'll be like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not going to get the same, it's not the same safe space that you're allowed to have. And mm. I think that the more that we are allies to each other, by allowing each other to grow, is the more we're going to be able to get to a position where we're not going to have these repeat conversations all the time. Because then people yeah. actually be learning. Because what happens is, a lot of these people, they're getting called out, they're doing apology videos, and some of them still don't actually know what they did wrong. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Marketing 101. <laughs> we are not the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, we want to end on a positive. So, ZZ, thank you so much for joining us and being our guest today. Um, what are you what are you working on at the moment and what have you got coming up and where can people find you well because of corona i haven't been able to like do any of these emails uh interviews or shows but hopefully i don't know like i can go back soon to do stuff so i'm just trying to line up interviews for when we come back and get some good people on and my social ZZ Mills Z-E-Z-E-M-I-L-L-Z Awesome So thank you so much for listening don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from on Twitter and Instagram we are at Dope Black Women 1 and on Facebook we are Dope Black Women We'll be back with you next week until then stay blessed and unapologetically black All the way black Black be black Blacktastic! Hey! And the hands as well. All the way black. Blackly black. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was trying to find a word and he just went, I didn't, I didn't. But you said blackity, oh, um. <laughs> <laughs>
Black You're supposed tastic. to say black plastic. Oh, I just say black plastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I can't think of a word. I can't think of a word. I was like, thank you, sorry. Black who? Sorry. All right.